Hey everyone, welcome to episode 12 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernd. Today, we are going to talk about your capacity to have, and more specifically, of course, your capacity to have a relationship, a loving partner, and someone to spend your life with. Let's dive in. Your capacity to have basically means your capacity to be with your result, with your accomplishment, or just the things you have in your life without feeling like you're an imposter, without feeling guilty for having it, or even without trying to sabotage yourself in order to get rid of it. A good example of this is money. Our capacity to have money will determine whether we keep the money that we have made or if we immediately spend it all. Our capacity to, for example, be a certain weight will determine whether we stay at that weight or start sabotaging ourselves in one way or another. And of course, Our capacity to be with a loving partner will determine if we can actually enjoy it or if we spend the entire relationship sabotaging it or waiting for the other shoe to drop. When we meet a partner that we love and want to be with, it can be challenging for some of us to just be in that reality, to just have a happy relationship. And the reason for this is that our beliefs about ourselves, our beliefs about our lives and the kind of relationships that we have don't match up with the reality of the situation that we're in. We have a loving relationship with a person who actually wants to be with us. Or we might have way more money than we identify with having in our lives. Or we might be at a completely different weight or even job position than we think that we somehow should. This is cognitive dissonance, when reality does not match what we believe to be true. And it's very, very, very uncomfortable for the brain. The brain does not like it at all, and often when our capacity to have is very low, this can lead to an identity crisis that then turns into self-sabotage to somehow cure this discomfort that we're feeling. Your brain is going to do whatever it can to cure the cognitive dissonance, and what is the easiest way to do that? Is it option one? to change how you identify yourself and the beliefs that you've had for years and years and years? Or is it number two? Just spending all the money and getting rid of it, eating all the food, or sabotaging your relationship and making your partner leave? Well, the latter, of course, takes way less brain power, which is why that is the option that most of us subconsciously choose. So... When your reality is bigger and better than your belief and identity, unless you actively work on increasing your capacity to have, 
your brain is going to try to decrease your reality to fit what you already believe to be true. Fascinating, isn't it? It is always going to be easier to not have all of those things we want in life because then we don't have to feel the imposter syndrome. We don't have to feel the guilt for having or the fear that all of it is going to go away. So who knew that having everything you ever wanted came with an identity crisis at the cherry on top? That having the best partner and being in a wonderful relationship could actually end up feeling like your skin is burning. I mean, the saying that money is burning a hole in your pocket, it doesn't come from nowhere. But luckily, this is quite a nice problem to have. Having more than you thought you could ever would, or even should. And why is this a nice problem to have? Well, we can change our beliefs about ourselves. We can change how we identify ourselves in order to actually appreciate the things that we already have. Our capacity to have can be increased if we want to. So, how in the world do we go about increasing our capacity to have? Well, it's not going to be pretty all of the time. We need to process the discomfort of the cognitive dissonance. When you have a partner who loves you, wants to be with you, and actually has no desire whatsoever to cheat on you with other girls, and that goes against what your brain is telling you, that is going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to challenge your brain And it's a beautiful opportunity to level up, evolve, and take your beliefs and your identity to the next level. Now, I know that this work might sound a little abstract or vague, but the first step in increasing your capacity to have is actually identifying what you currently believe to be true and in what areas your current reality actually exceeds those beliefs. For the longest time, I personally believed that everyone leaves in my life and that none of my relationships last for a very long time. That was just what I believed to be true. Probably also some flavor of when people get to know the real me, they're going to leave. That was kind of the excuse I had for everyone leaving. Like, oh, they got to know the real me, so they left. And naturally, I thought the same would be true about my boyfriend which then led to many years of trying to make my reality match that belief. And the more my boyfriend didn't leave, the harder my brain tried to make it come true. I think that this topic today is closely related to the concept of kind of blaming our own insecurities for everything relationship-related that is a struggle, like jealousy, controlling behavior, grumpiness, and so on. Most of the time we just say, quote-unquote, it's because of my insecurities, And what's the solution? Well, we're stuck having to cure all of our insecurities in order to improve. And that, of course, leads to overwhelm and confusion. Like, where do I even begin? And that leads to zero action. Sure, 
our relationships with ourselves, they do play a huge role in all of this. Just as I'm explaining in this episode, because your capacity to have has to do with your relationship with yourself and how you identify yourself. But what if we shifted the way we look at it from, oh, it's just all my insecurities to my reality is exceeding my beliefs right now. And this is an opportunity for me to increase my capacity to have. To my brain, that is a huge, huge difference. If this is an opportunity for me to go through an identity shift and increase my capacity to have, that sounds not only doable, but also somewhat enjoyable. Thinking about having to cure all of my insecurities and not have self-doubt anymore in order to feel better, well, that feels daunting and close to impossible. And if you find yourself unintentionally trying to sabotage your own relationship, trying to find evidence to support all of your worst-case scenarios that you fear are going to happen, it's most likely your brain trying to cure its cognitive dissonance, It's trying really hard to make your reality match what you believe to be true because that takes way less effort than changing the neural pathways of your brain. Now let's take a look at some questions or journaling prompts you can use to increase your capacity to have a happy relationship with a loving partner. First, What do you currently believe about yourself and the relationships that you have in your life? Looking back in time, what do you think is true about the relationships you have had? And looking into the future, what do you tell yourself about how your relationship is going to develop? And right now, in the present moment, How does your current reality exceed what you believe? Another way of phrasing that question would be what parts of your relationship are, in a way, too good to be true? And how does it feel to think about the fact that your current reality is better than you think that it could or should be? How do you show up in your relationship when you feel that way about it? Could you see a reason to increase your capacity to have instead of keeping the beliefs the same? Why or why not? Are you willing to be wrong about your current beliefs and your current identity in order to increase your capacity to have? Why or why not? And then finally, I want to recommend that you make a list of beliefs that you want to practice that acknowledge and appreciate the reality of the relationship that you're in and how good it actually is. Here are some examples of thoughts that you could use. The universe doesn't make mistakes. My worthiness and lovability is infinite. If I don't enjoy my relationship right now, I'm the one who suffers. 
I'm the kind of person who has a happy relationship. I am a person who is loved. My relationship gets to be easy. I am enough. I'm supposed to live the life that I'm living right now. I'm supposed to have the relationship that I have right now. My purpose is to continue to evolve and develop my brain. Worry about the future serves no purpose. My brain is doing its best when it's unsupervised. What if I could be twice as happy in this present moment? My past is not evidence of what could be true in my future. My partner doesn't make me happy. That's my job. What I look for, I will find. What I focus on will expand. Remember, if you're struggling with guilt, imposter syndrome, or self-sabotage due to your achievements, blessings, and privileges in life, that's just a sign that you need to go through a little identity crisis and up-level what you believe to be true about yourself. If you're listening to this in real time, I'm currently offering free relationship coaching every Wednesday and my live coaching class called the Jealousy Survival Kit. What to do when jealousy is already in your body. So go to my website, katrinbanch.com to learn more and sign up for the classes that you want to attend. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.